Hello and welcome to ERP Radio, your recovery resource. My name is Jennifer Stewart and joining me is my co-host, Ben. Hey Jen, how's it going? Good, Ben. How are you? Good. So today we have a very special guest on the show and the topic is family and recovery. And we have the mother of a recovering drug addict on the show. Hi Ruth, how's it going? Um, I'm good, fine, thanks. Let's get ben, into it. Let's, let's get into it. Thanks Jen. So my first question of the day what kind of addiction or recovery-related topics are you studying in school? Okay, so I just finished up my coursework in addiction counseling, my master's degree in that. Okay, and do you want to have a specialty in this field when you start your practice? Yes, I do. But basically, I would like to have the specialty be the, the family members of the addict and or alcoholic or both, rather than have all my focus be on the addict themselves. Is your decision to enter this field related to your family experience with somebody in rehab or somebody recovering from drugs or alcohol? Oh, absolutely. You know, my whole family is riddled with the disease of addiction. And, and that's the thing, a lot of people don't realize that it's a disease. I attended a family program at a rehab center where a family member was admitted. and. After that experience, I realized that I had my own work to do. Even though I'm, I'm not addicted to drugs or alcohol, I discovered through that process that I have been profoundly affected by the disease of alcoholism and addiction. You already mentioned that you're, you had a family member in recovery or going through the rehab process. Did you hold a, any type of intervention or, or did you interview on this person? Yeah, there have been several interventions in, in my family. You know, the, the first one was probably about 10 years ago or so, and I really learned a lot about the disease in, during that process. And, and it was really scary, you know, and, and also mentioned in the introduction, you know, I did have an intervention or two or three with my son as well. And what type of feelings were you going through during that intervention? I was very anxious and I actually orchestrated interventions that I had done. It, it was scary and it was anxious because all of my focus was on the, the person and these are people that I really, really love. and. To watch them doing things in their lives that I felt were very harmful, especially for a mother, it was it was difficult. Do you have any other advice for, or do you have advice for people who are thinking about getting their son or daughter, or brother, or husband, whatever it is? Do you have any advice for giving them an intervention or intervening on their use? The best advice I could give on someone conducting an intervention or considering doing it would would be to get a lot of information and do some research and read some literature. There's a lot of literature out there. We use, in our family, we use the professional interventionists who actually counseled us in advance and taught us a lot about the disease. And he, he taught, told us about books to go and to read and websites to go to, to get the information about it. But the, the thing that I would really, really advise people to do is don't just do it. Get a lot of information, read about it, find out the correct way so that because your goal is to help the addict and alcoholic in your life and, and if you, you get that one chance to do it. So do it right. I know that for me I've been to rehab and my family was a part of the process. I was wondering from an outside, you know, parent point of view how are families involved in the rehab process? Like, what's the what? What do you guys learn? 
many, many rehab centers do have a family program. And I, you know, the first time my son was in, he was in an adolescent program. And when I went to that, and I had some experience with addiction, having, having been in a relationship earlier in my life, so I felt like I was really knowledgeable. I went to this program, this family program, and they were telling me that I needed to work my own program and I needed to learn stuff. And inside my head, I was going, I know all this stuff. He's the one with the problem, not me. That, that was difficult. When I finally got to the place of learning that I needed to get my own help in this. It wasn't just it wasn't just helping him. And the best way I found out to help him was to get my own help and learn what was going on in my own life. So would you say that you were a big enabler while the other person was using? Oh, absolutely. And the thing about it was even I knew it when I was doing it. But for me, it was easier to do that than to face this thing all on my own. Mm -hmm. What I learned from this is that I don't have to do it all on my own. There's a lot of help out there. And when one person in the family, what I learned, when one person is affected by the disease, the whole family is affected by the disease. Every single person is affected by the disease of addiction and alcoholism. We all need help. I totally agree. And, and that's a common misconception is most people think that you know, just the alcoholic or just the addict, they, they're the ones that need help. And once they get help, everything falls into place and the family is all perfect. And, you know, a lot of the times that's not, not the case that everyone's walking on eggshells or they think the person's going to go back to their old ways. And it's super important that the family gets help because then everyone can kind of grow together as a family. I appreciate all of your honesty. And I have one last question for you is do you have any advice for people about rehab, recovery, or anything else related? I have a lot of advice. <laughs> I wish I had a whole lot of time because I really do. Um, you know, there's, there's things that, that the, the biggest thing for me is find a program. You know, there's a lot of help out there. We, we learned in, our, in the family program that although the, our loved ones ha have this disease and they're suffering from this disease, we are also suffering the effects of it. The, a lot of rehab centers use the 12-step program. A lot of them you know, use AA or NA. And they, they suggested in, in these all the family programs I've gone to for the, the family members to attend Al-Anon. For those of you who don't know what Al-Anon is, it's, it's a 12-step program for people who have friends and families who are alcoholics and addicts. And what it does is the thing that I really learned the most was to get my focus off of other people, especially people that were doing things I didn't want them to be doing. They have their own journey, and, and I needed to get my focus back on me and look at what I was doing. That was what was really making me crazy in, in this life. So I learned, you know, I learned a lot of stuff from there. I learned how to, they tell you in there, put your own max oxygen mask on first. That's what they tell you on the airplane. Put your own oxygen mask on first. I had to learn how to take care of me first. And it sounded really selfish when I heard that. I thought, how can I do that? My, my loved ones are suffering. I need to take care of them first. What I learned is I can't take care of anyone unless I take care of me first. Mm -hmm. That's right. Always take care of number one first. That's what they say. So. We do. 
And there, there's also one other thing I want to say. There's the, one really important thing that I learned at my very first Al-Anon meeting and at my recovery program, and there's three C's. I can't control it. I didn't cause it, and I cannot cure it. There is a fourth C, which is I can contribute to it, which I did really good. So those are important things to know. Thanks, yeah. Ruth. Thanks, Thank Jen, you. everyone. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, Ben.